Hi everyone, this is Candace from Tell Me a Story Mama, and we are going to read the next story called Mummy Cat. It's a very interesting story about cats in Egypt and how they were mummified, and just wanted to warn that it is a little bit sad. Um, so just in case um, you don't have, you have some sensitive kiddos out there, uh, may not want, may want to skip this episode. Or listen and learn a little bit about history, but it does end on a nice note um, about the cat and the owner being together, but it is quite sad throughout the book a little bit. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to... Tell me a story, Mama. And who is here today? Ethan. And... Squirtle. Squirtle. And I think I saw our kitty Luna go under our bed right now where we are reading our book. And I, and Squirtle is messing up my blankets. No, <laughs> We're going to read a book called Mummy Cat. Mummy Cat. Hey, Ethan, come over here. I thought you said there were, what did you say you knew about mummy cats? They're real. How? What do you know about them? The Egyptians used to worship cats, so every time a cat died, they mummified it. They mummified it. So there's still mummy cats in Egypt. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. How did you learn that? Was it homeschool? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is by Marcus Ewert and illustrated by Lisa Brown. So let's see. Mummy cat. And it shows the, the pyramids and the sphinx, right? And what is the Sphinx exactly? It's like, um, a Sphinx is like a mix between, like, it's basically a cat with a human's face. Yeah. And the Egyptians would worship it. And yeah. Yeah, so it's like a statue over yeah. there. That's one of the most famous um, statues in the world. So the winds hiss over desert sand. The moon shines down on empty land. And long ago, the pharaohs hid their treasures in this pyramid. Deep within this maze of stone, a creature wakes up all alone. So pyramids is where the super rich people and queens and kings and whatever would be buried. And they would be buried with all of their gold and treasures mm-hmm. because they thought they would take it with them. So that's why they hid all their treasures within the pyramids. For the first time in a hundred years, he shakes off dust. He flicks his ears. From head to tail, dry strips of cloth Slow, softly rustle like a moth. A cat who moves without a breath. A mummy cat who's passed through death. And one cold night each century, he gets up and he checks to see if she's coming back, come back, his lovely friend. So that this lonely time can end. 
So it says he comes back every century. Do you know what a century is? No. Yeah. What is it? A hundred years. Yeah, a hundred years. So once every hundred years. For she was the girl queen. Hatch upset. And he'd been her hero, not just her pet. The boldest cat ancient Egypt had seen. The number one cat. The cat of the queen. So it shows a picture of her when she was alive and how she's petting him, right? But now he just feels old and small. He shuffles slowly down the hall. So he's sad without her. And all around are painted scenes of his past life with Egypt's queen. So they used to draw, paint pictures on the wall back then. And that's how a lot of, that's how historians. That's like in in, in like a show I watch called Lion God. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they would tell stories. And that's how we know a lot about their lives. Because we could look at their drawings. Mummy Cat purrs to see the smile of the young girl playing by the Nile. And the Nile is a river. Two boats floated, but one ship sank. Clawed by the cat on the riverbank. Or this mural of a noontime nap. Dreams of mice on the queen's own lap. Their couch was set beside the pool. The shade from day trees kept them cool. So he's looking at all the pictures on the wall and remembering his life back then. Here's Hatch Upset, and that's her name, drawing with her palette of inks. And here he is posing a miniature Sphinx. So she's drawing him as a Sphinx. (laughs) Marvelous scenes of the way things were when Mummy Cat was alive with her. He's pretending to be a Sphinx, and he's looking back at all his memories when he was alive with her. But the very next picture makes Mummy Cat well. The queen struck down by a scorpion's tail. Mummy Cat knows he's not to blame, but he couldn't save her all the same. The scorpion struck both her and him. The poison spread from limb to limb. An end to dances, games, and feasts. Two small bodies wrapped by priests. And that's how they became mummies. The painting stopped. The cats alone would silence dust and dull gray stone. Mummy cat slumps a little more. But up ahead, there is a door. And through that door, there is a room, the very center of the tomb. A chamber stuffed with lovely things, a crown, a throne, four golden rings, mirrors, dolls, and makeup kits. Nothing that matters the slightest bit. So that's all the treasures, but he's saying none of that matters at all to him. Why do you think that is? Because it's the queens. Why do you think, Ethan? Does he want any of that stuff anymore? No. What does he want? What does she, yeah, what does he want? The queen. Yeah. 
nothing that matters except for the queen, her face in the coffin, smiling, serene. This cold golden coffin, is that all he gets? Where is a girl he can never forget? Will tonight be the night she comes back? Will the coffin open? Even a crack? He'll wait. He'll wait till his friend reappears. The queen of his heart. And so he's waiting next to her. For 3,000 years. And it shows that she did come back. And they're hugging. She's holding him. That's kind of a sad book. Yeah. 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 There is an end of this. And it says mummies, cats, queens, and hieroglyphics. So just kind of skimming this. Egypt is a hot, dry country. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so things may last a lot, a very long time in Egypt. Wood, paper, leather, cloth, and rope. They can all endure that for thousands of years. The hot desert sands can even preserve a dead body by drying it out completely. That's where the mummies start coming. The mummies come from, and so you preserve it. So, and of course, they were really rich—the ones that got to be mummified—and they were in the um, pyramids. So I'm looking. I'm kind of skimming. And so they did the paintings. They had really be- a lot of different beliefs about their souls in the afterlife. But generally, they believe that a properly mummified person would spend eternity enjoying the things that which they had been buried with. And that's why they wanted to be buried with them. Um, so, the cats. So, the ancient Egyptians loved and respected cats. There was a goddess named Bastet who had a cat's head instead of a human one. And there were ancient temples in which hundreds of hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of cats were allowed to walk around freely. Some cats even had pierced ears and wore gold hoop earrings. Whoa. And sometimes an especially beloved cat was mummified when it died, just like a human. This way the cat could spend eternity with the person who loved it. So Hatch upset, she was actually a real person. So there was an ancient queen named Hatshepsut. Hatshepsut. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. The name was so weird. I thought they did that to make the books funny. No, no. Those are the names back then. She was a powerful woman who ruled Egypt as a pharaoh in her own right. And not merely as the wife of a king. The historical Hatshepsut resigned for more than 20 years and accomplished great things. The inspiration for the girl queen and mummy cat came from this proud and remarkable woman. And so there was hieroglyphs all over the pages. And that's how they learned. That's how they, we learned about them and what they did. So that's Mummy Cat. And we hope you enjoyed it. Learned something a little bit. It was a little bit sad, but it was sweet at the end, too. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.